set pod. 202. 202. We're back after another three-week hiatus. Spanish announce table's back on the 5th of May. Oh, when I was in Toronto, yeah, you did your one-man show. Yes. That's uh, one, two, yeah, exactly. Three weeks ago, so. Hopefully people still care. (laughs) Yeah, wrestling hasn't been that great lately is the problem. SmackDown was good this week. SmackDown was good this week. I'll give it that. But But Raw was pissed. It was was pretty shitty. Uh, And then last week, I just totally forgot that we were supposed to do a podcast on Saturday until you texted me. And then... uh, and I was like, well, I guess we're not doing that now because I had already made plans because I'm an idiot. So it was all good. Here we are now, though. Uh, Scotty, what's? it's just me and Scotty today. Brando is uh, working and Boris is getting ready for the PWA show tonight, which we can talk about later on. Scotty, what's new with you? Uh, not a ton. Uh, just now saving up for the next Toronto trip. Mm. I really like Toronto. It's a good place. It's, yeah. It's too humid. That's my It is pretty downside. humid. But if you have bad skin like me, you love it then. Yeah. I was like, "Woo, my eczema this is growing That's great. true, I guess. Yeah, that does help. But, it, like, being able to buy weed legally blew my mind. Yeah. Just going to a business. Just give me a bit of that over there. Some mm. of that rock star, if you will. <laughs> is that what it was called, rock yeah. star? It was actually very overwhelming. Like, I definitely said, like, give me the first thing I read. Mm. Like, I was like, I didn't want to be like, uh. Just add yeah, that thing, please. Oh, yeah. Like, pretty much that that, I was like asking my brother because he went to uh, Ottawa and I was like, hey, how does that work? And he's like, oh, you just show ID. And they might put you in a database. They might not. Right. You might have to do a $50 fake doctor Skype call. Mm-hmm. There was none of that. I you was just like, literally walked in and said, give was, me some of that. Yeah. There was a Drake looking guy who was at the door. I was like, I have ID. He's like, that's cool. I was going <laughs> to. I was like, would you like to see it? <laughs> no. I was going to ask you, do they have a strain named after Drake? Oh, I'm sure they do. They should if they don't. Uh, a lot Drizzy. of vegan places to eat, which kind of yeah, sucks. that that doesn't surprise and me. Sometimes you'd go in because the place would look cool, and then you'd go to order, and you'd be like, "Oh, oh no!" And you don't want to back out. I would have <laughs> like fuck this. So, so I had give uh, me some motherfucking meat, bitches. Oh yeah, my girlfriend was like, like we are a tourist, so you read all the signs. Yeah, and it'd be like meatless and wheatless. She's like, "We're not going here." <laughs> Um, She's a nice lady. Yeah. We we had some great poutine. Went to Poutini's House of Poutine. Nice. Went to Smoke's Poutine. That was pretty solid. Um, went to No Hitter for my first MLB right. game. Yep. Which is pretty rad. By a Canadian, nonetheless. Yeah, which is like super rad to see. Which against. Is funny because it went from being like first five innings like, come on, Jays, do something. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, this is a no hitter. And you kind of get into it for the, uh, the opposing totally. pitcher. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad to be back now. Uh, also went to Canada Cup Master Series. Uh, that was just like it was like a week worth of just like partying, and it, like it took a toll on my body. Where was it? Uh, that was in Calgary. Okay. So like, I got back on the Wednesday from Toronto. Went to like our weekly. Then on Friday, or no, yeah, Friday left for Master Series, and then came back the next Monday. And then went back to work. Mm. Hotel living when you were in Calgary, too? Uh, yeah, hotel living, which sucked compared to Airbnb living. Oh, was Toronto. that what you guys did? Yeah. yeah. How was that? Really nice. Yeah. It was someone's, like, apartment that they just, like, rent out. So, like, people are like, do you live in this building? And we're like, yeah. We're like, you're never going to see these people again. <laughs> uh, I've heard some pretty sketchy stories about Airbnb, but it was all in BC, so that might just be a different I think it all province. just depends on who it is. Like, this person was pretty solid and had good communication 
They were in Vegas while we were in their apartment. Nice. So, I don't know. It worked out well. Speaking of Airbnbs, Ryback has an Airbnb now. Like, you can go live in his yeah, place? Yeah, when he's away for bookings, what? you can go live at Rent Ryback's House of Positivity, I believe it's listed as. <laughs> Why would you want to, is the question. Like, is, is there some sort of cool feature to his house or something? I don't know. Help yourself to all the protein powder you want. <laughs> And all the Ryback merch just that didn't get sold. Just fucking roided to the gills. One week in Ryback's house and you'll be pissing neon green. Well, that's the crazy thing was I hadn't heard about a Ryback story in a while. It's true. He has kind of kept his head down for a while. I think he stopped podcasting because he just like was making up stories and people called him on it. Yeah. And then um, like you know, I almost never hear about him getting booked. Nope. And I know that he's like a really large asking price. Yeah. But unless it's like an overseas tour, I never hear about like him getting booked. You think he ever makes his way back? No, I don't think so either. But I think Impact. Oh, that's a good Impact? place for the yeah. fucking big guy to show it's up. It's so funny too now that like Impact has had like a regime change in management because mm-hmm. now they're hiring like weird shit. Scott Steiner's back. Let's bring in Teddy Hart. <laughs> like, yeah. I love it, but it's fucked. It's very, very strange. Uh, anything else? Um. No, I'm just in the process of organizing another tournament, so. Good. Yeah. Tournaments are good. Yeah, tournaments are good. Oh, I started reading Doom Patrol. It's a comic. Brando recently got into comics. He bought that that Marvel comic pass thing, like a Netflix subscription or whatever it's called. Cool. He's been crushing those. He's really getting into them. Nice. Yeah. Nice. He's starting, I think, at the start. So every now and then he'll be like, hey, Who's this guy? And sometimes I'll know it, and sometimes I'll be like, I don't know. That's I a don't reference know. way over my head. Like, he's like, oh, who's Billy Graham? I'm like, I know that one. He's a preacher man. And then he's like, okay, that makes sense. And then he asked me another name, and I was like, I don't know who it was. And it was some weird animal collector from, like, the early 1900s. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a, that's a bit of a dated reference. Yeah, that's cool, though, that Brown's getting into comics. Also, let's talk about the character called the hate mongerer. <laughs> that is some over-the-line <laughs> shit. Is Brandon just looking for, like, the most outrageous zany shit in comics right now? Well, I mean, he's just reading through them and just kind of reacting to Do it, yeah. the, all of that Sometimes stuff. Sometimes old comics are a little bit a product of its time, <laughs> oh, the yeah. way people will either talk yep. or um, what is deemed an acceptable thing to put in your comic book at the time. Mm. Um, yeah, the hate monger. Fuck, times that's some shit. <laughs> That's like reading old Captain America stuff, and you're like, holy shit, there's a lot of Nazi stuff going on right now. And you're like, I guess it is World War II. Yeah, that's... Those Nazis sure were bad. Uh, that works. Um, okay, uh, I for me, I bought uh, I bought a PC finally. Yes. I have a PC that I can play video games on now and, and stream from. So I've been doing that a lot more lately, trying to figure that whole thing out. Um what are you using to stream? What program? XSplit. XSplit? Nice. Yep. Nice. Yep. So, I like XSplit. OBS is good if you don't want to pay money. Yeah. But I'm if not. you're willing to pay money for the XSplit license, XSplit's the best program. Yeah. It's uh, it's a little daunting at first because I'm fucking useless when it comes to yeah. that stuff. But... I'm sure like, if you're not used to streaming on a PC, you see it and you're like, oh, this is fucking overwhelming. Once you get used to it, though, you get used to it. It's yeah. not that bad. No. And like XSplit with the panels and stuff like that, Yeah. it's pretty easy to use. Is that what you guys use? Uh, it depends on who's streaming for us. Mm. Some people use XSplit. Some people use OBS. Um, I, myself, I use OBS. Yep. So. yep. Is it better than streaming off your console? Way better. Fuck, the, the fucking Twitch app on Xbox is so garbage. It's so bad. Like, you can't, if you if you want to switch games, 
when you go back to your dashboard and pick your game, it like cancels the stream. So you have to like start the stream back up just because you left the program. And like the fucking camera, you can either be like seem like you're a hundred yards away, or you can do the auto zoom feature where it auto zooms, but then it fucking randomly like moves around and it looks like you're having a fucking earthquake. Yeah, it's always funny watching your stream because then Ouch. it would like it would zoom in at weird times. Yeah. Where it would like like it dramatically zooming, yeah, like. and it was like nothing. You weren't talking about just anything. Not like, even moving. But there's one time you were like vaping, and it like just dun 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 dun. <laughs> uh, good times. Uh, yeah. So I've been doing that a bit more. Um, yeah, it's 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 cool. I've been. I think I'm working through uh, the Donkey Kong countries right now. I uh, I'm almost done number one. In fact, maybe by the time you listen to this, I will be done number one. Um, Duncan Royal uh, Royal. Regular listener to the show, Duncan uh, Brian Danielson has been with a one, been hanging out in the chat and helping me do things and making sure I'm not being an idiot. Like I forget the stupidest little things. Like the one day I started it and then I accidentally stopped it when I was like halfway through my intro. So then like the next day I'm like, okay, I'm gonna fucking at least just start this properly. And I fucking I started the music at the perfect time. Everything's going well. It's going great. And I'm like, boom. And then it ends. And then I come on and I start talking about the fact that I've been nailing it. And I'm like, that's the first time I've been able to do this perfectly. And I talk for like three minutes. And then look at the chat and they're like, your mic's muted, dumbass. I'm like, oh, for fuck's nice, sake. Nice, nice. So the whole time when I'm bragging about doing good, you can't hear me because I'm not Look at this. I'm, doing my good. game's on point right now, everybody. <laughs> Give it up for me. Oh, I'm muted? Oh, Fuck. shit. Yeah, so the next step will be uh, I got to get a capture card so that I can play. Because I don't have any PC games. Yeah. I just bought the PC. I have uh, somebody bought me PUBG, so I've been playing some of that. That's okay. Um, and that's, like, all that I have right now. And, and then just stuff you're emulating? Going. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you, yeah. emulating stuff is endless. It's true. It's true. But you can only emulate what you own, so that's the rules. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> I, I do own a lot of Super Nintendo, but anyways. Uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much what's new in my world. I got nothing else exciting. And where can people about. watch you now that you've changed your name on Twitch? Oh, Jesus. Uh, what an odd name change. Ecstasy of Gold 92, I believe. I don't remember how to spell ecstasy, so I'm looking that up. E-C-S-T-A-S-Y. Not C-Y. S-Y. Of gold ninety two. Rip heel bear is sixty nine. Yeah, I I uh, I just wanted to get my last name off my username. That Fair was enough. pretty much the biggest thing. So, and then that way I have a gimmick. Is ecstasy of gold like a song title or something? Yep. Yep. By it's who, the uh, by who Fozzie? It's from the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay, Clint Eastwood flick. Yeah, it's uh, yo Jay's got a homer. Let's go. It's uh, it's a good good little tune. It's a good uh, this bad boy. Come on, kick into it. Oh, this this one. It's uh, Metallica uses it as their entrance music, quote unquote, to every of uh, one of their concerts. So I knew it was coming back to Metallica somehow. Always has to, always has to. Okay, uh, anything else before we jump into the news? Um. No. 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 You ever have moons over hammies? I don't know what it's eggs, I assume. Yeah, it's like I've an egg it, and ham sandwich. No. I like Denny's. Nope. It's pretty good. I don't like Denny's. Denny's is gross. 
Yeah, but when Denny's is your only option at a tournament that's open all the time and well, you're super McDonald's drunk. is open all the time and you're super drunk. Yeah, but that was like a car drive away. This is just walk across the highway. Get Uber Eats. I ain't got money for that. <laughs> I was in Toronto where you got to pay two taxes on everything. That's true, I guess. Yeah. Fucking rough. Fucking Toronto. God damn it. All right, let's do the news. And now. Spanish announced table news. All right, well, there's a couple big news stories uh, from this week. Um, Enzo More was uh, acquitted of, uh, well, not acquitted, I guess. He was found. They threw the case out. Yeah, there was not enough evidence. Not enough evidence. Insufficient evidence to support this woman's claims. She's gone on Twitter and said, this is bullshit. I can't believe this guy gets to walk away from it. Uh, this man lost his job. Now I'm defending Enzo. Great. <laughs> Great. He shaved his that beard. That was all my plan coming in. And he's having his first, like, signing appearance today. Is that what it was? Yeah, there's something going on today. He was teasing some announcement um, this morning. Uh, I'll be breaking my social media silence in Times Square at 9.15 p.m. on the 28th for one big how you doing. Oh, it's two more days. Happy Memorial Day. Big shout out to all who served. So he's got some sort of announcement to make, and it's going to be that he is going to impact. And that's just all that there is to to do. What's his name going to be in impact? Does he keep Enzo or Amore in his name? It'll be like something love. What? Like something love. Like first name and then last name is love. Love? Enzo love? Yeah. That, That works. Enzo love. Any relation to Angelina Love of no, TNA? No. Or you maybe you could. Maybe you could just write that in the long lost cousin. I think somehow. she's like okay, long lost cousin. I'm gonna be like she's pregnant, so like <laughs> I don't think she should be like banging Enzo in storyline or anything. You never know. Thank God Nia Jax isn't banging Enzo in storyline anymore. Yeah. I was worried there for a bit. Yeah. That uh, that was such a weird thing to have happen. It, and like it, it, he could have. It's not the fact that he had these accusations. It's that he didn't tell him about it. Yeah. What a dumbass. Oh, yeah. Because like, now... He didn't handle the situation well at all. If he would have just told him, then he would still be working there, and this would all get blown over, and there would be nothing... Like, hypothetically, the Monday, if like he would have told him, he might have been back on TV now yeah. after it's been thrown out. Oh, shit. Dumbass. Uh, he won't... I bet you he won't ever go back either. Or they won't allow him to go back. Well, he had, a, he had heat beforehand, getting kicked off tour buses and shit. Yeah. Um, let's talk about SmackDown because that's going to be making a move in the fall. Fox has purchased the SmackDown brand uh, with a deal that's worth over $1 billion. $1 billion. Holy shit. That's a lot of fucking money, man. A lot of money. Uh, NBC Universal maintains their partnership with WWE after the contract ended or will end in uh, September of this year. But they're only keeping Raw as a part of the deal. So, supposedly, this is going to also mean that SmackDown's going to move to Fridays. That's not official yet, but that's kind of been on the, Friday night, Michael. the buzz. Uh, there was some rumors that it might be moving to three hours, but the way Fox's schedule looks now, they only have room for two. Thank God. Don't, is, I don't yeah, want a three-hour no, SmackDown. Move Raw back to two hours while we're at it. But 
Um, yeah, I like that. I like the separation. So then it's not back-to-back nights at the start of the week. Yeah, that's very daunting sometimes where you're like, especially if there's a pay-per-view, and you're like, all right, now to watch the fallout on Monday and Tuesday. There goes my fucking evenings. But, I mean, moving it to Friday is going to be, I think, a tougher sell for people that have lives that don't yes. want to be sitting and watching a show I will TV. be PVRing it probably a shit ton now. Yeah. Yeah. Just based off, like, before I be like, all right, I'll give up a Tuesday evening. Because what the fuck else are you going to do on a Tuesday? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's a big move. And, and, like, honestly, this could, because there's so much money put into this, this could change the way that the company operates. Like, with... With a deal that brings in over a billion dollars for your TV show. And the crazy thing is, if it's on just like normal Fox in the States, people are saying that that's not a, like a cable channel. That's just something everybody has. Yeah. Exactly. So hypothetically, you could be getting a shit ton more eyes. Yeah. Like you're going to have to start, they're going to have to start booking for TV and not for the network anymore, which is a weird thing to think about, but. I really do. I think this is going to completely change the whole way that they do everything in that company right now. So it's interesting. Uh, like I said, I'm happy that they're moving it uh, to, to Fridays and staying at two hours. However, pay-per-views, this is also some news from this week. Uh, pay-per-view is going to be starting an hour earlier. So 7 Eastern time, 5 o'clock our time, uh, with the pre-show starting at an hour beforehand. And they are all expected to be at least three and a half to four hours long. That's the price we're going to pay for it to be co-branded? I guess so. Yikes. One less pay-per-view a month, but the one that you do get is an hour longer. Okay. I guess. Yeah. It, it, as long as like the quality of shit is better. Like As an example, when I was in Toronto, it was backlash weekend. I brought my laptop, which is hilarious because on the flight there, it totally got flagged for something. Born. No, probably like marijuana residue. Oh, like it had some shit on it. I think. Um, yeah. No, my laptop was pretty safe. Like, hey, it, you guys want to watch Bob's Burgers or Twin Peaks? I got that on my laptop. What does getting flagged mean? Like, what? They, like they, they like, found. They like just they like wanted it and oh. shit. Weird. And then one guy was like, "Could I take this apart?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, if you want." And he's like, "Never mind." Like, because as soon as I consented, he backed down. Yeah. Like he thought I was gonna be like, "No," and then they'd be like, "We're gonna fucking do it." And they're like, "Yeah, this guy doesn't have drugs." <laughs> Um, but then on the way back, didn't get flagged at all, and I was like, like, nothing changed. Yeah. So it was weird. But like, I watched Backlash, and like, the first match, Miz versus Rollins, was pretty good. Yeah, I agree. A little sloppy at times, but at least it felt like more natural wrestling. Mm -hmm. Like they were kind of calling it in the ring more than the Miz normally would, and the rest of the pay per view just sucked. Yeah, it was pretty shitty. And I was just like, wow, like. I definitely, like, that Sunday evening was like, okay, we can't have any plans. We're going to wander around. We're going to get some food. And we're just going to hang out in our Airbnb. And, like, it started awesome, and then it was just a shitty pay-per-view. Well, it blows my mind even more to think that they made such a big deal about, it's a new era, co-branded pay-per-views, and then you fucking shit the bed that yeah. hard on your first like, one. Like, you want the first one to, like, really leave a good impression? Yeah. We're like, God damn, I can't wait for every pay-per-view to be co-branded. Yeah, it was, uh, it was shitty, but, oh, well. Um... Anything else news-wise? I don't think so. Not uh, oh, you had a couple things. Yeah. Got to remember now. All in. Sold right out. I don't know if we talked about that yet. Mm -hmm. uh, that'll be crazy. That's a huge indie show. And apparently the rumor is that WWE is waiting till after June the 4th or 5th to release people. That way they're 90-day no-compete. They can't be on, uh, on all in. Classy. And you're just like, 
It's funny that like it's just some random ass indie show. Yeah, it's a super indie show. But even WWE is like, oh, uh, how can we limit them making more money than they already are going to? Right. So that's interesting. Uh, Impact Wrestling is trying to find a UK wrestling promotion to work with. Of course they are. Uh, for Wrestling Media Con Day. They pretty much just want to emulate WWE. Yeah. Oh, hey, they have a working relationship with ICW in progress. We need one, too. Yeah, well, and they, I'm sure, want to get more eyes on their product from that area as well. So well, if they, they have, have sort of a... that's probably where their best viewership is for Impact still, is in the UK. Yeah. So, people care. Yeah. Um. Anything else? News-wise? No, I think that's about it. All right. Nobody's been arrested or anything in a while. That's so. swell, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice to see wrestlers... Staying out of trouble. Nobody died, which is nice. Yeah, no one's died in a while in wrestling. Watch, someone dies tomorrow morning now. like before the ending of this podcast. Deathpool, who are you calling? Ooh, Jerry Lawler. All right, let's do (laughs) Vader. (laughs) We placed our bets. Let's do Raw. Now get the guns, the drugs, from my generation, I'll take the fall. The saints, no cross the nation, and it's a The Times Union Center in Albany, New York. It's an Albany expression. <laughs> Did you see the sign? No. There was a dude that was holding up, uh, get these steamed hands. Oh, nice. Uh, with nice. his face, Ron's face on Skinner. And it just said it's an Albany expression on it. I'm like, this is the fucking greatest thing there I've ever seen. As, uh, him as Thanos, too. Oh, yeah. A couple of weeks back. Yeah. Where he had to get these hands I and had the gauntlet. Yeah. Classic. Classic stuff, man. Braun's so over. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is. He is really great. Um, oh, I, I talked to a dude from New York for at work yesterday, being Friday. We had to like. We're just. I was trying to get a copy of a song that we could play on the on the radio, and I somehow got transferred to like the most stereotypical Brooklyn New York accent ever. He's saying fuck every third word. And he <laughs> just met me on the. He's, Hey, listen, man, I fucking appreciate the hell out of you. And it's just like, this is okay. Just give me the song and I'm going to leave. It was it's very weird to be like, yes, I'm a Canadian fellow from Edmonton and I don't have an accent. Hard. That's what all I got. Hard. Uh, the show started with Kurt Angle. Steph came back. Yay, Steph's back. She got interrupted by Roman Reigns, who was then interrupted by Kevin Owens. Steph made a match between Reigns and Owens. That's all I got from that. Reigns defeated Owens by disqualification. Jinder Mahal interrupted to attack Roman Reigns, presumably uh, leading to a DQ, even though they never officially announced who uh, won after they rang the bell. Do you care about the Reigns-Jinder feud? It, it, it keeps Reigns out of the main, other things that I do care it's about. It's funny that so. it's like, I'm like, yeah, Jinder, you just occupy him for as <laughs> exactly. long as possible. Keep him away from the title. I find it hilarious that, that they think still... They're like, okay, this guy is going to be the one to flip the reaction for Reigns. If anyone's going to be able to do it, it's going to be Jinder that's going to get the crowd to start cheering for our guy. Jinder's just going to no. become more over. It's true. It's only going to be the exact opposite of that. But they will never learn, apparently. Uh, Mahal and Owens continue to beat down Roll- uh, Reigns until Rollins ran in to make the save, a commercial break, and then we come back and it's a tag match. Reigns and Rollins defeated Mahal and Owens. Uh, Rollins hit Owens with the blackout to get the pin. 
This took like 40 minutes of the first hour of Raw. Yeah, of just stuff that I really don't care about. I know. It's just all. like you're like, all right, just spin your wheels. Like, don't yeah. develop a story anymore. Uh, after the match, Jinder uh, beat Seth and especially Roman with a chair. Commentary announced Jinder Mahal versus Roman Reigns for Money in the Bank. And some people on Twitter were like, oh, this better be the pre-show match. It's not going to be the pre-show match. <laughs> You're dreaming if it's a pre-show match. If anything, dreaming. it's going to be the like the cool-down match before the main event yeah. or some shit. It'll still be up there. Uh, Sami Zayn came to the ring to make good on his promise to oh bring God. out Bobby Lashley's three sisters and quote-unquote expose his lies. I'll be honest, after last week's show, when he teased this, I was like, okay, you could do some cool, probably pretty funny things. Because Sammy, I love, I love his heel character right oh, now. He would have done like the paper thing like a couple weeks ago, where he was, yeah. Like, oh, don't worry, Kurt forgot about Jason Jordan too. Right. The glasses gimmick is hilarious when he puts the glasses on to read stuff. Like I was ready for, like, for one him. word and then puts them back away. I think I think that's hilarious. But this, this is shit was was like move we're over, talking, Bailey. This is your ex- life. I was just gonna say we're talking. It's on that level. We're on segment that level, of 2018 for sure. Just atrocious, like embarrassingly bad. And and part of me wonders if they wanted, like, if they had something else planned that was maybe a little edgier, and at the last minute they're like, ah, we shouldn't do that. Let's do something else. I don't know. But whatever the fuck this was was ridiculous because he just brings out, like, he's got three dudes dressed as women. He talks to them one by one. Bobby comes out laughing. Then all of like a sudden, Bobby, he gets... and like Bobby Lashley, like his reaction, I almost wish he would have gotten pissed off and said he like laughed, like yeah, like it was just awkward. Was and shitty. then he got pissed out of nowhere for no reason, destroyed everyone, awkwardly put his arms up as everyone's like, "Thank God this is over." And then his music played. I liked one of the bumps one of the fake sisters took. It was just like a, a botchy looking bump where you're like, sure. "Ooh," yeah. but like aside from that, this was shit. Like what they, it's like they just don't know what to do with Bobby Lashley. Yeah, they literally don't know what to do. They're like, yeah, we signed him. Like, he comes in, and Vince is like, ah, what the hell? What, what's your gimmick? He's like, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm big jacked, and I can just destroy everyone. Well, we already got Braun doing that, so we're going to need something else. What else you got? I love my sisters. I have three sisters. Yes! God damn it, yes! Yeah, I love your sisters. I don't know. What, what the fuck? Oh, hey, it's hey, bad. Do you see all those fake WWE shirts on Twitter? Uh, like, like the like shittily made ones. Yeah, where yes. it's like just the black Dean Ambrose. Like game and Game Time Art tweeted there. Yeah, tweeted that. Yeah, fucking the Bobby Lashley one. Where it's like Bobby Lashley, professional wrestler for the WWE. <laughs> and on the back, it's like I love my sisters. <laughs> I'm like, oh, these shirts are so fucking bad. Uh, A lot of the recent yeah. designs have been shitty though. Yeah, there's nothing really great. Uh, Ember Moon defeated Alexa Bliss with the Eclipse for the win. That's a pretty big win for Ember Moon. Yeah. That's also who she beat on her debut. You're always worried when they call specifically women up from NXT that they're going to quickly lose interest in them and brush them aside. Yeah, you never know with those NXT call-ups if they're actually going to make an impact or if they just show up. They're like, oh, they're here, and then they just, they're a mid-carder, a job, or an enhancement talent all of a sudden. I think Ember Moon is is too good to have that treatment. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they think that way too. She's phenomenal at launching herself into shit. Yeah, and her entrance is cool. She's got a cool look. Yeah. Promo needs some work still, but... I think the character can still use a little bit of work. Well, just define, like, stay, pick a lane. Are you a vampire or are you not? Right. Right? I don't want to see you in jeans with just your contacts in still. Sometimes people are like, what's that girl about? She looks cool. I'm like, she's a vampire. And they're like, really? And then they're like, 
watch her entrance or her come on, they're like, how? Like, yeah, I don't really get it, especially if they've seen like Gangrel or something in the past. That's true. Fuck, that was a great entrance. Fuck, that music is so good. Uh, Finn Balor and Braun Strowman met with Stephanie McMahon backstage to request another tag match against Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Instead, she announced that they'll have a match against each other tonight. That up, op- and he squished an apple, but it was hollowed oh, out. Right. That's right, he did squish an apple. Uh, I like these guys together. They're funny. Yeah. They're really funny. The match the week before when, <laughs> when Braun threw Finn onto, who the fuck were they? Oh, it was the same guys, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, when he threw him onto Ziggler, whoever it was. And then Finn, like, got up, starting to sell his back, or whatever. Oh, you're fine! Or whatever he said. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. And then they two-sweeted. Like, Braun's actually so good at, like, character development. Like, yes. everything this guy does is over. Whether it's, like, the mixed tag challenge. He was super over with Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Um, Anything he touches. Yeah. Just fucking money. The Roman Reigns, like when he, him and Roman were feuding, people were genuinely interested in something Roman Reigns is doing. Yeah. yeah, they still wanted to see him get destroyed. Yep. But like, Braun gets away with doing corny shit, and people are like love it still. Like trying to flip vehicles that you know is fake. Totally. Um, when he walked out of the car crash. Yes. Like that might be the craziest shit ever. And then they're like, Yeah, he just wandered to parts unknown, and then was fine <laughs> two weeks later. D- garbage trucks. Yeah. Like, this guy should have been buried, hypothetically, from all the cheesy shit he's had to do. But he's the most over guy they have. He's only gotten better. Yeah. He's only gotten more and more over. And it's all, like, except for the grappling hook. Yeah, that was stupid. That was the only one. Everything else, you're like, okay, I can see the monster doing that. The grappling hook, you're like, why does he have gadgets? He's a barbarian. (laughs) He's not fucking Batman. (laughs) Uh, Baron Corbin defeated No Way Jose with the end of days. Boy, I don't care about that program at all. And they keep fucking driving no. it down my throat. I don't really care about Baron Corbin. He's got a couple decent moves and he's improved. He has improved since yep. he's been called up. But I, I never liked No Way Jose in NXT. And I dislike him even more with this big conga line. Like, you're just Adam Rose. Yep, exactly. Uh, Chad Gable approached Kurt Angle backstage. Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler interrupted. Angle made a match between Gable and Ziggler. Gable and Angle had a nice little exchange backstage. Just every time I see him and they keep having him talk to Angle every week, it's like, are you just going to go back to American Alpha? Is that where this is headed? Because he's due back any fucking, I wouldn't be surprised if it's this coming Monday. He sh- yeah, he is supposed to be back. This I week, thought that's actually. where this was going, where he's like, I need to, oh, I'm looking for some competition. And then, oh, here's my son. You guys are going to wrestle. Like, that's, that's, is that where they're going? That I could very well could be where they're going. This Monday will tell for sure. Yeah. I actually think you're going to be right, Warren. It is, uh, like, they've totally flipped him back to face now, too, Chad Gable. Like, they was just a, oh, you're on Raw now. You're not a heel. Oh, anymore. he was great. That little heel run he was having with uh, Shelton Benjamin. Shelton- but why was the ref in the ring? <laughs> why to have the bull, Bart? Why to have the bull? <laughs> uh, the B team, which is the team formerly known as the Miztourage, uh, they've called themselves the B team. This is kind of over. Yeah, uh, they have defeated Breeze Ango, Curtis Axel pinned Fandango after Bo Dallas suplexed him into Axel's neckbreaker. Who did they beat the week before? Them as well. Was it the same team again? Probably fucking. Yeah, it could have been. I'm just trying to think there's another jobber tag team. Worldwide? Maybe they did be. 
worldwide. I don't know. Either way, they they've got two wins now. They celebrate. I like, love watching fucking, them celebrate. It's, it's like great. they just won the fucking title. The well, chair down the ramp was hilarious. Um, you and, think those like, people in the B team shirts were plants? Hey, maybe. It seemed a little little convenient. Like if we start seeing like B team like homemade B team shirts in like the two hundreds or like bad seats, yeah. then it's a natural thing. Well they'll start selling that shirt eventually. I eventually probably. But yeah. this is this is Slater and Rhino of twenty eighteen though. It's yes, the same it is. Oh, it's... these guys are organically getting over. Let's give them a little bit of a push and then make them go away. Slater and Rhino were great when like in their heyday. But Bo Dale, oh, yeah. this is the thing that Bo Dallas is good and so is uh Curtis Axel that like as a fan who watches year round, it feels good to see these guys get a little bit of success. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, Stephanie McMahon hosted the women's championship contract signing for Money in the Bank, featuring Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax. It this ended is shit in too. a stare down. No violence, although she did move the table. She stirred the pot. That old Stephanie McMahon. It's just like they set it up weird with Nia on a red carpet. Oh, that was a piece of shit thing ha, too. Ha, ha. And then uh, we're smiley friends, and then we walk away. And then, like, was this supposed to be a Nia Jax heel turn again? Like, what the fuck was was this? I, I don't even think it's a Nia Jax heel turn. I think she just got played by Stephanie. She's like, oh, you're right. I I do want to kick your ass or something. Like, I don't. It was fucking just very strange. Uh, Dolph Ziggler defeated Chad Gable. Ziggler superkicked Gable to pick up the win after the match. Drew McIntyre into the ring and hit Gable with a Claymore. Money in the Bank qualifying. Sorry, what were you saying? What do you think of that tag team? I actually really like it. It's uh, like it's a weird makeshift thing, but it's like it's really cool. And I think that uh, McIntyre is fucking so good right now. Yeah. I like the new slightly altered music with the drums. Uh, he's got a good look. He's fucking vascular he's vascular uh I, like i think he can let's get heath make... on steroids get 3mb back together he uh he can easily make that jump to to main title i think without any sort of i want to see him in like a title picture even yeah. if it was mid card i'd be like yeah you know what you look at that guy and he looks like a pro wrestling champion his promos are really good now too which is a thing that he struggled with in his first run him going to the indies for a couple of totally years and him. becoming a top guy yep. like he deserves all the success in the world. Yeah. Uh, Money in the Bank qualifying match. Natalia defeated Dana Brooke, Sarah Logan, and Liv Morgan. Logan tacked out to the sharpshooter. This match was historic, Scotty, because apparently there's never been a Money in the Bank qualifying match that was a fatal four-way. Who cares? <laughs> I know. I read that. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you guys are grasping at straws Yeah, you right guys now. just want to have all the firsts ever. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they did an interview with Natty in the ring afterwards. And Charlie's like, oh, you qualified for your third Money in the Bank match. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's only been one last yeah. year. I forgot they did that whole repeat fucking thing. Oh, like, yeah. Mm. We're the, we got to redo the finish because we don't like the Ellsworth thing. And then Carmella won anyways. Same girl wins, eh? Cool. Why, was, why did we even do this? <laughs> Uh, Elias played his guitar, took credit for WWE's gains in the stock market before being interrupted by Bobby Roode. They had a match in which Elias won after uh, hitting the drift away. Elias then got bowled over by Braun Strowman on his way backstage. I liked Braun knocking him over, but I'm really over Bobby Roode versus Elias. Yeah. I feel like we've seen that a lot. It's since... too easy, too. Like, too, like, oh, this guy sings and this guy has a really cool entrance. They would probably hate each other. Like, it's just too convenient. I don't. Care. Yeah, like there's times where like when you watch matches week after week where it's the same. What are these guys even fighting for? 
And it's not something like a Gargano Ciampa where you're like, yeah, there's hatred here. These guys fucking hate each other. Or even Usos New Day, <laughs> where it was like, man, these are the two top tag teams. They want to figure out who's actually the best. So they're yeah. doing like a series. When well, it's it, this, you're like, just, it's, it's all over an interruption. I don't know why Bobby Roode is a face still. It's still, like it's just it, you brought him up as a face. Okay, maybe I can understand that. Just to introduce him to the crowd. But like, why the fuck is this guy still a baby yeah. face? He was so good as a heel in NXT and elsewhere. Yeah, that elsewhere. Just like why, why fucking are you still trying to force this guy to work as a baby face? Because they think people just love the theme. Like, it's true, and like, the, like that'll be the thing is they're going to have to change the theme probably to make fans not like what they did with Nakamura. Yep. Totally. Hey, it's still the same theme to a degree, but, like, there's no Glorious in there anymore or something like that. Right. Uh, main event, Braun Strowman and Finn Balor. Strowman ended up picking up the win here with a power slam after the match. Stood Balor up in the corner, uh, pointed at the Money in the Bank briefcase, and then uh, roared instead of doing his usual attack post-match. So I guess that's as good as it gets for the respect angle from yeah, Strowman. he gave him some respect. It was an all right main event. I thought it was really good, actually. I thought... Uh, Finn was really good here, and I thought Braun looked really good in a yeah. match against. Uh, I thought that one spot, like I, I do really like his new around the ring fucking the chase, yeah, shoulder block thing. Uh, but I love that they they already threw the curveball of uh, Finn hitting him with the sling blade when he tried yeah. to go for it. Like that was a cool, yeah, really like cool Finn spot. held his own in something where you're like, you put five Finn Balors inside this guy. <laughs> that sounds sexual. Well, right. Finn Balor is, uh, like, that's a weird thing. Like, now with, like, Stephanie Mac- McMahon's like, do you want some fruit? He's like, no, I'm good. I'm like, I just always wanted, like, there's there's got to be some kind of gay joke there, I'm sure. Because fruit? Oh, and the rainbow stuff? The rainbow thing. He's just supportive. He's not a gay man. The best was Colton Kelly and me when we were watching Mania. We are like, is he coming out as a gay man right now? Because if he is, good for him, I guess. <laughs> you guys are stupid. <laughs> Yes, that's how he comes out. It's just, yeah, I'm wearing rainbow now, so I guess I like sucking dick. <laughs> Warren. Cool. Can't say that. What's wrong with that? I that's don't know. that's the thing that gay people that's do. That's fine, actually. It's not a bad thing. It's fine. It's what they do. You can call him faggy or no, something. I, okay. All right. Smackdown Live from the DCU Center. DC Universe Center. I knew I knew when I typed that out, I knew you were gonna say that. Because I also said it in my own head. Uh the show's kicked off by a Miz TV. This was actually a way more entertaining start to a, a wrestling program than Raw's usual shit. Especially this week. Yeah. Uh it was featuring the special guest of the New Day. Uh, Miz tried to get them to announce which member would compete so he could kind of get uh, a bit of a scouting report. He tried to play them against each other. Uh, and I love that uh, they, like, the New Day didn't crack on that shit at all. Um, they were like, Miz said, I'll beat any guy of the New Day any day, any week, or any time kind mm-hmm. of thing. And then he tried to leave after he got shame pancaked. As you do. Which, I, like... New Day, there's times where I'm like, am I, am I bored of it? And then they'll do something like sh- the shame pancake. And I'm like, you know what? They're still funny. They still they still get a reaction at least. Totally. Yeah. No, uh, I think they've still got legs. But this still makes me wonder, 
when the breakup is coming. Or if this is the start. Yeah, because like, like the way the the words the Miz was using, like you're like, fuck, a Brit. This feels like a breakup could be coming in the next six months to a year. I don't think you need to. I don't no. think that 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 the time has come for that yet. But maybe this is just a slow. I'm planting waiting for them the to seed. do like an undisputed era thing where they get a tag run and a guy is a single belt. Sure. Yep. Uh, Miz tries to leave. Page is at the ramp or in the grill position. Makes him have a match against Big E. Uh, the Miz defeated Big E with a distraction by uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, Cesaro actually appeared in a Chikara video. Oh, did he? Yeah. Like this guy was like, I'm going to still be the Chikara champion. He's like, I know it. You know it. And then Cesaro like, pops in. He's like, and I know it too. <laughs> Which is cool because he was like a big player at Chikara once upon a time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool. So, yeah. It's always nice. Like, it's a... Not a full-on appearance, but it's just something for the fans on social media that's kind of fun. Right. It's so funny. There's people on uh, Squared Circle who are like, oh, well, if his, when his contract comes up, maybe he'll leave for the Indies. It's like Cesaro's not leaving for the Indies. Yeah. They're, they've been pushed, treating him pretty decent compared to how they used to treat him. He's got no reason to leave. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Uh, Daniel Bryan then spoke about his chance uh, to have a match against Jeff Hardy. Called it a dream match. I don't necessarily know if it's a dream match, but it is definitely a, on paper. Like when I was like, oh, that's on SmackDown this week? Mm-hmm. That'll at least be interesting. Yeah, I'm sure it's a guy that he watched. Yeah, oh, for as sure. we all did. And right? I'm sure, as far as I know, first time ever. I Yeah, it has to be. Because there's no time where I can think of those guys crossing over, really. No. No, yeah, there's no way. That would have been so, definitely the first time. It was decent. Uh, Lana defeated Billy Kay in a little bit of a surprise. Uh, picked up her first singles win by pinfall and earned her spot in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Am I surprised Lana is in that match? Yes. Um, do I think Lana is going to win that match? No. Do I think Lana is going to lead to someone's injury? Yes. And like shoot injury? Yes. Yeah, like fucked. I. No, I think she's going to, like, you know when, like, everyone tries to catch somebody? Yeah. I just see her doing one of the old, whoop, I let you fall right in front of me. She doesn't take me as somebody who's going to let people fall on her like that. I guess. Yeah, I can kind of see what you're saying. Like, if we watch Money in the Bank together, I'm going to be waiting for the moment where somebody jumps. I'm not watching Money in the Bank with you. You ruined that last year, so no. Oh, yeah. Absolutely not. I'm going to watch Money in the Bank with Colton Kelly. And happy birthday to Marissa. Yeah. It's Marissa's birthday today. Colton Kelly's Mrs. Mrs. What Mrs. a lovely Kelly. lady. Yes, she is. Andre Cien almost defeated another jobber. Mm. Almost hit a hammerlock DDT and won via pinfall. Um, they are failing to book this guy so hard. If they wanted to, like, they should have put him in money in the bank and had him, he didn't even have to win money in the bank, but if he would have beaten somebody of note to qualify, that would have been enough of a push. Sure. But Selena Vega is saying, like, we're taking this bitch over. And then they beat a jobber the next week. Like, you're not taking shit over. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't mind a slow play. I don't need to see him go immediately into a Money in the Bank match. But I, I get what you're saying. That, that would well, have been an easy way to do it. He was an NXT champion. It just it felt like they would have pushed him more. Yeah. Like, at it's least. very underwhelming. Into a picture that puts him in title you're, contention. Like, you're beating jobbers of no name. Like. Sure. You're not even beating people on the WWE roster. Yep. No, I totally get that. Yep. 
Um, interview with Carmella. She said she's not afraid of Oscar. That is literally all that Uproxx wrote. Okay. Like, that's all they got. <laughs> Thank you, Uproxx. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles came down to the ring. Nakamura joined their match at Money in the Bank. Oh, joked about their match. Damn, can't read. Uh, <laughs> uh, they said it would be a pillow fight, which a lot of people on Twitter didn't like. Of course. Um, that's kind of the sad thing is that it's just people want a serious feud and it's uh, getting kicked in the balls humor. And that's gotten old quick. Yeah. Uh, yes. Because... It was just sad. It could have been the best thing in pro wrestling today. Yeah. Right now, we'd be like, oh, my God, like what a what a golden age of wrestling we're living in. It's a in. very WWE thing to do, to take this match between these two guys. That people know is good. And it's got this hype, and everyone's all excited about it, and then, well, we'll do something stupid with it instead. Yeah. Well, let's, like, quote, really? unquote, piss All you had to do match. was tell these guys. Let them go. You got 20 minutes. You go do whatever the fuck you want with that 20 minutes. It's totally up to you. Here's all we want is this guy to win in the end. And they would have killed it. They would have fucking killed it, but they had to book it into. And then maybe this next match will be good. Who knows? But for as of looking at it right now, this has been a complete failure. The damage is done that went on paper or if I'm on Twitter and I see like, oh, this week on SmackDown or, you know, the next pay-per-view. Yeah. I'm like, what stupid shit are they going to throw at me now? <laughs> right? Like, it's bad. Totally. I agree. Uh, the Good Brothers defeated the Uso Brothers to determine their number one contender with the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, the Usos ended up... Wait. Magic ended after. Oh, the Good Brothers won with the Magic Killer. That made it sound like I didn't watch SmackDown. <laughs> My favorite moment is still when Brett knows, like, Scott, sometimes you read stuff and it looks like you're like... <laughs> You're learning. Oh, the Good the Brothers first... won. Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice. Right on. Right on. It's like I had money riding on it. <laughs> I'm just finding out now. Uh, Naomi defeated Sonya Deville. Naomi rolled up Deville to pick up the win. This is actually a decent match to qualify for Money in the Bank. Yeah. And on paper, when you looked at it, like, hey, who would you rather see in Money in the Bank, Naomi or Sonya Deville? As much as Sonya Deville is new and fresh, Naomi, you know, will probably be uh, an acrobatic high spot. Totally. You can place your money on that just like you can place your money on Lana dropping somebody. <laughs> and I'm not saying that because I want to see somebody get see somebody get hurt. It's just one of those things that you know where you're like, yikes. I mean, if you want to put money on it, I'll take that bet. Okay. What do you want to bet? I'll get whatever. Let's bet 20 bucks. Okay. Bet you 20 bucks Lana leads, like, she, like, notably misses somebody. Sure. Where I can find a gif and be like, there's, I win. Sure. Okay. I'm in. Done. Cap. Deal. Cool, cool. Uh, main event, Daniel Bryan defeated Jeff Hardy. Bryan won with this uh, heel hook that seems to kind of be his new yeah. new finisher, and it's kind of getting over. Uh, do you think Big Cass has actually hurt, or that's the storyline? I, well, I, it, he fucking got in some heat for the midget thing. Yeah, there's that, and then I heard that all-European tour, his match would either get, like, stopped due to injury, but it was like a spot. Like, he'd hit his knee on the apron. Right. Which makes me think it's a work. I would lean that way, too. But, but it's like, we're going to make an ass of you publicly? Maybe. I mean... That's he, their way of, like... The story, if you haven't heard it, the story was with the when they were in Montreal and they had the, the little person come out dressed as Daniel Bryan. This little was after Bry. the Greatest Royal Rumble where they wouldn't clear Daniel Bryan to work because his chest was all fucked up, which I think might have actually been a shoot, not a work. Um, they, he was supposed to hit him with a big boot and then do nothing. And then Cass 
when they were planning this out, said, well, I think I should do more. What if I also did a little ground and pound? And they're like, no, don't do that. And then he went to Vince and said, hey, can I do some ground and pound? And then Vince said, no, don't do that. And Which then he went out there for him and did like, the ground and pound that you know everyone told him not to do. That's like going to a store and being like, the normal employee tells you, like, no, we can't offer this deal. Let me see a manager. And the manager still tells you no. Like, that's what happened to him. Like, I'm going to go over your head. Let's go to Vince about it. And Vince is like, no. It's, the, it's fucking when you ask your dad to do something and he says no. And then you go and ask your mom instead when you're a kid. Can we go to Burger King? And then she says no. no and then you go to Burger King anyways. And then, your dad, and then you ask dad, dad, can we go to Burger King? And the first thing your dad does is, Trine, you want to go to Burger King? <laughs> I already told Scott no. <laughs> Uh, shit. Yeah, so anyways, that's that's the whole story, is that he got some pretty big heat, obviously, for blatantly disobeying Papa Vince and others. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's on live TV, so they can't just, oh, edit it out or anything like that. Right. Um. So Daniel Bryan now won a match to get into an opportunity for Money in the Bank. He'll face Samoa Joe next week. And that's a legitimate dream match, even though that's happened on the Indies. Totally. And Ring of Honor. But now they've perfected their craft. They're it's veterans go- it, now. It's got to be good next week for I don't sure. Know. So it seems like they're allowing guys to wrestle like, on their TV shows. This was a good episode of SmackDown compared to Raw. Like yeah. if we still did. But I mean, even just wrestling matches. Yeah. Like even Raw now has had, like the, what they're doing with Rollins right now is kind of like. Yeah, Rollins is I'm the a Renaissance good man. In ring wrestler. Like, I'm going to go out there and out wrestle you and I'm going to beat you. And Daniel Bryan is kind of doing a similar thing because that's what he's good at is wrestling. So I, I feel like they're they're progressing into this. Yeah, TV you get you get you're really good wrestling matches, matches. At least you're getting at least one good, real good match where you're like, shit, I was genuinely entertained on a technical level. Totally. Yep. Um, studs and duds for the week. Let's just combine Raw and SmackDown. <sighs> um, I'll give my stud two. I really like this week. Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman, that's fair. My studs this week would be uh, the Good Brothers getting a push here, it sure. seems. Even if they like don't that. win the titles, they're at least in a picture, mm-hmm. um, which I can't remember. Like I know they have been number one contenders and been the tag champs, but it feels like a really long, t- or at least a year, definitely since they've been push-pushed. Yep. Um, and I would give Brian Hardy as my match of the week. Sure. Uh Dud will be the uh, Nijax Ronda Rousey segment. As well as the Bobby Lashley sisters segment. Yeah, that's probably better. Better Dud for the no, week. No, those both work. <laughs> those are both bad segments. Both came from Raw. God, were they ever. Um, what the fuck of the week? Lana being in Money in the Bank? It's not that big of a what the fuck, actually. Well, because they just brought her back, right? Yeah. So. No, it, it just They're seems teasing like... teasing something with Rusev yeah. and Aiden English and... It's cool that those three are in a push. It just sucks that it seems like they're going to break up the natural, like, over thing that was Rusev Day. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Who knows? Who knows? If only he would have sold more calendars. (laughs) How do you not have that T-shirt yet? I thought about it. That seems like a Warren shirt Because I don't want to spend money on shirts that aren't going to fit in two months. That's fair. That's fair. I'm gonna hit a point where I can buy a shirt and know that I'm kind of getting like thin again. So like I might have some like. If you ever get down to large, well, we're ways off from that. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know if I don't know if I'll ever get down to a large. To okay. be honest, well, I got a CM Punk shirt with your name on it. Okay, well we'll see. And we'll a, see. and a Zack Ryder baby, but I'm keeping <laughs> one of them. 
Is that the one that you have two of the same shirt? Yeah, man. Good, good. I worked at work the other day, and a guy was like, Zack Ryder, what the fuck is that? And I was like, don't even Never don't mind. even worry about Never it. Never mind. It's sometimes it's not worth, like, this one British black guy. That I'm, oh, fun thing I forgot to say during What's New With You in mm. the beginning. I'm pretty much the undertaker at work. I was told in my performance review that I'm a locker room leader. Oh, good. That's And nice. I'm helping all the new hires. That's terrifying at the same time. And then first thing my brain went to, I'm pretty much the undertaker. Good. You should start, like, rolling your eyes back. I can't do it. Uh, you should lay down randomly, and when people ask you what the fuck you're doing, just sit up. What else can you do? Start chokes, make lightning hit off yeah. uh, all the equipment. You wear gloves at work? Yeah. You should get purple ones. Purple ones. Yeah. Get a nice hat, like a fucking Undertaker <laughs> top hat style. Yeah, you should. I wear my Phillies hat at work. Get it like a get fucking- Get ready to retire that hat. A duster. Duster. Ride in on a motorcycle. Crank Limp Biscuit yep. all the time. There you go. There we go. You are kind of the Undertaker already. You love Limp Biscuit. I do. I haven't listened to them in a while. <laughs> uh, let's talk about NXT from this week. First match, TM61 defeated Heavy Machinery. Uh, the uh, TM61 is heels now. Yes. They're cheating. They've been cheating the past couple of weeks. Bunch of cheaty bastards. And Dozovich is getting Tucker over. He's calling him Tucky. I love Tucky is good. The eh? crowd's chanting it. And, like, people are getting over. I saw, like, other podcasts and people getting hype on Dozovich. I saw that too, yeah. And, like, Warren. Day one. You were, you were on day the Dozovich one. bandwagon day fucking one. <laughs> he was rookie of the year. I couldn't believe PWI called him rookie <laughs> of the year. I think he got rookie of the year in, uh, in the NXT awards, too. The Slammies or whatever the fuck they're called. He's so good. Like, even his promos on, like, Twitter and stuff where, like, him and, and Tucker are, like, eating a steak. Like, they're grilling steak. They What was that? He put it up yesterday, I think. Um, I mean, he's just, like, they're, it's just that the little asa thing and, like, everything. Like that does. What, are, what are we doing? We're going to clear the barbecue, cooking ourselves some habanero chicken appetizers, sausages, and right here some juicy, thick. Ribeye steaks. Steaks and waste, Tucky. Big Dose, why don't you go ahead and tell all the people, what are these steaks for? Well, these steaks are for fueling the machine for tomorrow night live. NXT Orlando, that NXT North American Championship is coming to heavy machinery because Adam Cole, I'm coming, baby. I'm coming. <laughs> he kind of has a little, like, Macho Man in his delivery. There, there's a little bit of Macho Man, but with more of a Southern twang. Yeah, yeah, just just a little a, a hinge of it. I love that guy. My He's favorite so was good. oh, what was it? Tucky. There was like a street fight between Gargano and like Almas, mm. and Heavy Machinery was just in the parking lot, and you see Dozovich. He's like, oh, and he goes to pick up the car, and it's like. There's a brawl going on, and he's trying to steal the spotlight, and that's kind of macho madness to me, too. It's like, oh, there's a camera? Let's start flexing. Uh, he's so good. So good. Hope they uh, get pushed to the moon. To the moon! To the moon, you say? Uh, what happened after that? Lacey Evans defeated Kyrie Sane. What the fuck? I was watching that this morning, and I, sp- I did a spit take with my coffee because I was like, Kyrie Sane's got to win this. She goes off the top rope, gets caught by the woman's right, mm-hmm. which I think is a fucking shit-ass name. Well, it's, it's your gimmick, though. It suits your gimmick. I guess. She is kind of a, a we-can-do-it or you can... Yeah, pin-up girl kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, that was rough. 
That was R O. Well, you got to establish her somehow. Yeah, that's true. She's been true. there for long enough. Like you got to start sucks. having some of these other girls win, so that it's not like, well, we lost another four girls to the main roster, and now we've got nothing. And you know what? Her losing doesn't put them in an, another Oscar situation. As bad as that is to, to say, true. yeah, because yeah. that was kind of the thing where I was like, okay, they show that Kyrie Singh can lose, mm. but I was like, this girl won the May Young Classic. And she just lost to Lacey Evans, who lost in the second round. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh, they announced the second women's tournament. Yeah, they're supposed to be doing that this year at some point. Oh, and uh, the UK tournament thing. Mm-hmm. Guys I'm excited for, I haven't really seen who's in there. Uh, Drew Gulak I'm excited for. He's obviously not going to win it. But I expect him to go to like the second round and lose. And Amir Jordan. Yeah, that's pretty sweet, eh? Your Nan's favorite wrestler. That's uh, that's pretty good. He... Uh... He wrestled in PWA for a long time. I've, and he was nice to us. Yeah, he was nice to us. He was at that Onaway show. Yo, did you go to Onaway? I did not go this to Onaway. Okay, neither did I. Nope. Could Obviously. not go to Onaway. But it would have been a good time. Um, Aside from, like, what would you have drank in this time, Warren? Water and vodka well, all, all day? If we all went, yes. Yeah, yeah if we yeah. all were going? Yeah. I wish we were going. Couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't be done. Why couldn't you go? Couldn't be done. I forget what it was. that last weekend? When was that? That was... Uh, Two, I was at Masters Series. Ago? Yeah, it was two weekends ago. Oh, uh, my dad's birthday. Oh, fair enough. Happy birthday, Larry. Yeah. Uh, Gentleman Jack Allen and Drew Gulak doing? is the first round. Okay. Um, Wait, Jack. What? That sounds like a 205 Live match. Yep. Uh, Ashton Smith versus Joseph Connors. Okay, Joseph Connors was in the first UK tournament. Flash Morgan Webster against James Drake. Uh, Flash Morgan Webster is pretty cool. Seen yeah. that guy wrestle before. Kenny Williams versus Dave Mastiff. I've heard of Dave Mastiff. He's got a big beard. He kind of looks like Colton Kelly. Uh, Liguero versus Travis Banks. El Liguero? It just says Liguero. Oh. Oh, wow. They dropped the L. He's not the Liguero anymore? Just Liguero. Just Spanish for the Nino. (laughs) Zach Gibson versus Amir Jordan. Let's go, Amir. Please Uh, don't lose to Zach Gibson. Tucker versus Joe Coffey. Tucky? I don't know if it's it can't be that. No, one. it's probably not. It's uh Paul Gallagher is his real name, which is weird. Uh and Jordan Devlin versus Tyson T Bone. I think T Bone was in the first one too. And but in Jordan Devlin is that fucking he's the Finn Balor Finn mini. Balor guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Finn Balor light. Good. 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 Um, yeah, I, I God bless him, but I don't know if Amir Jordan's gonna go over very far. He'll get over. The he'll dance thing and everything, like, he'll get over. But, I'd, yeah, I don't know if I like his chances necessarily. He would have done well in the Cruiserweight Classic, I think. Sure. Based off his size and yeah. his charisma. I think, and I mean, this is in the UK too, so, like, they're going to already know about him. They yeah, they already know about him. him. Like, But, I mean, he'll get over. When I say he'll get over, I mean he'll get you know over that he was like North America. When they put Botchamania up on YouTube, how they, like, Put it in a little corner so it doesn't get copyright claimed on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, and they like put a picture and they're like, well, "Look at this person during the boring parts or the parts you don't like." Mm-hmm. It was Amir Jordan one time. Cool. Yeah, he's done an intro for yeah. them too, and he's been featured in some clips. And yeah, stuff. like M- Matthew really likes him, yeah. so that's great he's exposure. Big fan. Why that? Uh, second question: Why the fuck are you watching it on YouTube though? Why am I? Yeah. Some I don't know. Sometimes it's just like it's the next video on my YouTube like autoplay. I can't like I can't bring myself to watch it with that fucking small screen. It drives me nuts. Yeah, I hear you. Drives me nuts. I hear you. Um, I'm on my laptop. I'll go to Daily Motion. If I'm on yeah, my PlayStation, I do it on YouTube for some reason. 
Fair His enough. YouTube app. Um, but, 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 but where's NXT? Uh, Lars Sullivan defeated Ricochet and Velveteen Dream in a handicap match. That was a pretty good match. I kind of like that. I enjoyed that Velveteen and Ricochet working as a team. Velveteen would grab his ankles and then yep. you get like a missile drop kick off the springboard. Yep, super kick into a Hurricane Rana was yeah, it was cool stuff. Tommaso Ciampa accused, uh, caused Johnny Gargano to accidentally collide with his wife Candice LeRae, and then they uh, had to help her out with the Johnny T's packing it up too. It's uh, it's fucking, it's a good angle. It you is. Still, it's the best angle in all of wrestling right now. You'd think you'd get tired of it, but you just don't. The only other storyline in wrestling I'm more invested to right now is Cody versus Kenny. Sure. For the fate of the Bullet Club. And it's, I mean, kind of similar in that it's two very good wrestlers being very good characters at the same yeah. time. Like yeah. That's essentially all it is. So it's weird that they it's wouldn't a, do that on the main story. roster, hey? No. They got, it, they got it done everywhere else. Can't get it done with AJ and we Shinsuke, just get though. Vince to pass on, and then fucking once Trips is in charge, everything will be good. And I hate to say that. I genuinely do. That's the way it is. That is the way it is. Things will never change. All right. Uh, email, sapot316 at yahoo.com. This one's from Nova Punk, sent six days ago. Hey, Sapod, let's get down to brass tacks and shoot from the hip, as Paul Heyman would say. Got a couple quick questions for you guys. What is the coolest shirt in wrestling right now? Is it still the Bullet Club shirt? Um, I almost want to say it isn't the Bullet Club shirt anymore because now it's like everybody has one, and you see it everywhere. But that, but people will comment we're on. We're not me. talking about popular. We're just talking about cool. Cool might be Bullet Club because I think that speaks to it. When I wear my Bullet Club shirts out, people will comment on it that I'm like, oh wow, I didn't think that guy would be into wrestling. Right. Yeah, I think it almost has to be. There isn't a cool shirt in WWE right now. Monday Night Rollins is kind of cool. The Rusev Day one's okay. Oh, Rusev Day is pretty cool. I saw a guy wearing that at a movie theater the other day. Did you? Yeah. Mm. Trying to look like I'm peeling through. I yelled Rusev Day at him. He yelled Rusev Day at me, too. Miz has a new shirt. That's stupid. Yep. Oh, a lot of these these shirts look like shit right now. Actually, the Adam Cole one's not bad. The Bay Bay one? Yeah. Yeah. The only thing is that I've seen like all the indie designs of Bebe for years. Sure. So I'm like, oh, okay, they're cashing in on this. It looks fine though. I like it in the undisputed era colors. The uh, Jeff Hardy always has some decent shirts too. You know what I think nose. might become the next cool shirt? Undisputed era shirts. Yeah. Oh, How yeah. they're kind of like a faction. Simple design. Yeah. But easy enough that you don't have to explain I it can when you wear it. See, like if WWE just put out a shirt of the hand symbol. Sure. That'd be kind of cool. And then it's an undisputed error on the back. Uh, Question number two. Do you think Enzo should have been found guilty? Shoot from the hip. Just a quick yes or no answer. I've never seen the evidence. I've not talked to anybody. I'll go with a hard yes. Lock him up. (laughs) The guy looks like a piece of shit to me. I wish I was in the jury. You look like a piece of shit. Why? Because I have a little mustache right now? Yes. And I'm wearing sweatpants? And you talk about... China dead, whatever you said that one time, and fucking abortions, and fuck Susan G. Komen and anybody Yo, with breast they got cancer. A new and fucking charity going. Fucking you, you, you. I didn't say fuck shit. anybody with breast cancer. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. I said fuck Susan G. Komen because they don't do the money. Or <laughs> don't try to bait a reaction here. And there was a new Susan G. Komen thing that they put on SmackDown, and I chose to not talk about it. I don't even remember what it was. It's like a new foundation. Mm. Like it's not a- Connor's Cure or anything. I'm okay with Connor's cure for the most part. Excuse me. All right. 
Uh, gender. You know, or- you know what the last time I said something kind of offensive? It didn't make it to podcast because we were, it was before we started recording. Well, you we were- said. You said one today, fuck's sake. What was the offensive one today? When we were talking about Finn Balor and you said the F Oh, word. yeah, yeah. Well, I was, I was hoping we could do a, a Michael Scott bit there. Because mm. uh, I generally will not drop a hard F bundle no, of sticks. I never do. Um, never. It's one of those ones that, like, hockey kids would say, and I'd be like, no, nah, that's just Can't not say cool. That. Can't say that. Um, where are we going with this now? I forget. Oh, last time when we were talking oh, with yeah. Boris, and it was like, there's no dead guy in the Hall of Fame this year. No, I was like, that Jerry's kid might not make oh, it to right. Mania. That's right. It's two weeks out. You did say that. That is something Good that times. Uh, Jinder or Reigns, who would you want to see win this feud? Oh, my God. Uh, Jinder. I don't care. Who would you rather toke with, X-Pac or RVD? Mm. RVD. If I'm passing stuff around with X-Pac, I'm getting some sort of illness, and I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. That's, don't a, want that's it. a fair response. I was going to say it, but then you're like too sweet. You're part of the no, clique. No, no. Not no. worth it? Rob knows his weed. X-Pac it, it only does smokes weed because he can't do all of the hard drugs that he used to be able to do. All right. You know what? That's uh, all the answer you need right there. Fucking Rob is a, is a weed guy. Yeah. No, that's true. And I can respect that. And he seems like he's super nice, too, whereas X-Pac, I think, is kind of a dick. Really? Yeah. Do you see Xbox's new dog? Have you seen the Raw 24 no. on uh, Raw 25? He's talking to Undertaker on the street, and he's got this little dog like in a, like a baby tiny. carrier. Oh, and it's this tiny little dog. <laughs> and Undertaker's like, what's up with the dog? And Xbox's like, I found it. Like, I took it in. Yeah. And, like, Taker's like, like you found it, like, right now? <laughs> and it was, it was hilarious. Taker's like... Just being like a normal Joe. Mm. And Xbox, like, yo, like, he's so stoned. He's just talking about how he, like, loves this dog that he, uh, fat, like, rescued from Mexico. Mm. Interesting. I don't um, think Xbox is a, a dick. I think of the guys in the clique. He's like, I bet he's a dick by association, but I don't think he's as bad as, like, Kevin Nash. That's true. But, like, of, like all the Nash guys in the, the clique. Biggest dick in there. Yeah. Like, I think he'd be one of the cooler ones. And then Scott Hall is. Depends on who he's around. I, but I will say, if you're a dick or you change on who, how you're acting depending on who's there, yeah. then you are a dick. Yeah, so by fair. default, Xbox would be a dick. Uh, when will Colton Kelly be on the podcast again? Lord knows. He needs to heal. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about that, so never mind. Uh, he needs to come on the podcast whenever he wants. Yeah. He's got his own pass to get into this building. He was. He's. A, it's his girlfriend's birthday party today. Or birthday dinner. He or doesn't something. watch the program either, so it's like, well, you can come in here and listen to us talk about shit, and then just He'd not be a say good anything. one to bring in a day after a pay per view. I guess because he usually tries to watch the pay per views. Yeah, he, he generally watches the big events. So, but yeah, he doesn't watch the week to week stuff. That's why we don't bring him in here as much. But and when he does watch the week to week stuff, sometimes he'll like message me on Facebook and he'd be like, "The fuck's going on with this guy right now?" I'm like, "That's been going on for weeks." He's like, yeah. "What?" Yeah. Uh, next email from Duncan. Subject line, welcome back, boys. Big email. Dear the Stone Cold Sat Podstons. Okay, that was okay. <laughs> hey, dudes. I welcome, like that one, actually. Welcome back. I hope everyone's weeks off have been nice like rice. Question time. One, out of all the money in the bank participants, whom do you think would benefit most from getting the briefcase? Benefit. Not who's your pick or who do you think should win. Who can benefit from the most? The Miz. And I think this is the way that we get the Miz from mid card level, because he's been always virgin here of playing in the main event. Mm-hmm. But I think this is how you get him to go from mid card to main event. 
I disagree. I think he could if 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 after Money in the Bank pay per view they said number one contender match and Miz won it, I totally buy that. I don't think he needs the briefcase to to get to that next level. If anybody, it's for me, it's probably Rusev, who I feel like they see as having this glass ceiling that he needs that to get him up there. If it's not him, then it's whoever one of the three, and I assume it's going to be Big E from the New Day. Um, that's the other guy. What that about I would Balor? Assume. Because ah. Strowman doesn't need it. Definitely not. That Strowman makes no doesn't. sense for him to have the briefcase. But Balor? Owens doesn't really either because he can always pop back up there. Um, I don't know. I just feel like Balor, again, same thing, that he is owed that. Mysterious rematch from the title that he never lost. Like you always have that there to just immediately propel him back up to the main the main event. So I don't think he necessarily needs it either, but it's a good question. Uh where's the emails? Here we go. Uh will WWE ever unlo- unlock the woken one's true potential? That's kind of a weird one, the way that they book uh they book old Matt Hardy. I will say this right now. Matt Hardy has had more of a push after winning the Andre the Giant Battle Royale than like Cesaro and a lot of other past winners. Totally. Because yeah. at least he's a tag champion right now. Because mm-hmm. like after Cesaro won it that year, like the like Mania to Mania, he really didn't do that much, I'm pretty sure. Big Show did absolutely nothing. Baron Corbin did dick all. Well, he won the Money in the Bank, but then lost it. Dick all. Hey, Money in the Bank win is still a Money in the Bank I win. I feel like Money in the Bank sometimes is, like, who they like the most at the time sometimes. And oh, yes. then, like, yep. like Damien Sandow, they're like, we like him. And they're, like, a month or two later, they're like, mm, how can it. we get this off of him? Because <laughs> that was definitely the Baron Corbin. Yes, totally. Uh, three, I recently watched the Andre the Giant documentary and thought it was very well done. Whom would you like to see get their own documentary? I still got to see that documentary. I haven't watched that yet either. Um... It's Undertaker. The answer to this question Taker. and any other question like it is always going to be Undertaker until he does something. Vince McMahon? Well, they're supposedly doing that biopic Biopic, but I want, like, documentary. I want, like, just factual yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know the what same I mean? thing. That won't happen until he does. Yeah, until he passes on. Because he'll um, never allow it, so. <laughs> who else would be a good one? You know what? If HBO, just if we're saying, who, what wrestler would you like to see get the HBO treatment? Macho Man, I'd love a HBO sure. Macho Man. Yep. Um, I want to name one more. Um, HBO Nick Gage, just to be zany sure. and out there, because that is a crazy fucking yeah, story. Absolutely, that would be uh, yeah, that, that would was be like, something. I think it's tonight actually. Cole Cabana is wrestling Nick Gage, and I was like, oh my god, holy Colt isn't killed. <laughs> Uh, four, uh, do you think WWE will ever put the spotlight on their homegrown guys like Steve Cutler and other WWE-grown talent that do the NXT house shows, or will the big NXT shows always have the spotlight on their newest signed stars? Slowly but surely, you'll see NXT or Performance Center Factory guys uh, get more of a push. I think we're just still in that starting phase of the Performance Center where we haven't really had enough time to have... It's been around, but a lot of the guys who have made a big impact in the Performance Center have been guys who are established on the indies. Um, like, I'm trying to think of a, a real great example of someone who... I'm trying to think of a homegrown guy, too. I guess it's, it reigns. 
Reigns, yeah, like Reigns is a great example of, of homegrown. You want to say strapping a rocket to that. Um, but even Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Moss, mm-hmm. I think those are homegrown guys. Um, you know who else is a homegrown guy? Baron Corbin. He sure. came from football. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't on Big Cass. Did he he wasn't anywhere else before this, was he? I don't think so. I, I thought he played basketball in college or something. That was his claim to fame. Yeah. Uh even there you could say Carmella. Right. She was a cheerleader. I mean Charlotte too, I guess. Yeah, gymnast, right? So but then like do you say that she's homegrown or do you give her genetics? Well that's she get a pass yeah, on genetics. That's the thing. The but. nepotism. But as far as like in NXT right now, I'm trying to think of who is even. I guess Lars. He wasn't anywhere else before, was Lars, he? Lars, Patrick Clark, or Velveteen Dream is very briefly on other promotions. Like I almost consider yeah. him a, a homegrown talent. The character at least is homegrown. Right. He definitely wasn't doing that on the Indies. Um. Who else is heavy machinery? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Authors of Pain, even though they've now graduated. I'm just kind of peeling through the roster here to see who else there is. Um, it's kind of crazy. There's sometimes I'm going through my brain, and I'm like, teams, nope, they were indie guys. Like, Yeah, totally. Tyler Bate, no, can't do that one, no. Uh, Yeah, that's kind of all there is, really. I would totally That's count. kind of the thing, though. NXT... As much as they sign other athletes and they want to make homegrown talents, NXT is a super indie promotion. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love watching NXT, and it feels like a mishmash of, you know, like a Kyrie Sane versus Lacey Evans. You're like, one's a product, one's a Japanese wrestler. Mm-hmm. Let's go, right? And that's kind of the beauty of it is that you never know what you're going to get. And they have so much talent on their roster that on a TV taping, you're not even seeing everybody. Yeah. Uh, how long, question five, how long before Daniel Bryan gets back into the WWE title picture? Do we think that he wins the Money in the Bank match or the qualifying match against Joe? Oh, my God. Because I, I I, don't know. Mr. Money in the Bank, Daniel Bryan. I, I don't even hate saying it. Like, it's like, you're like, he doesn't need the Money in the Bank, but if he had it, you're like, I feel like Joe's a perfect guy. To put that briefcase on, too. Oh, my God. Joe comes out with a briefcase, puts somebody in the sleeper, and then cashes in. Yeah. Yeah, Joe's a good money in the bank. That match next week could go either way. Yeah, that could go either way. Mm. I almost expect a fucked finish, like, cash shows up, and that's how Joe gets a choke in or something. Again, I don't mind his slow play. Like, I don't I don't need them to rush Daniel Bryan. We got to get him back up there right now. No, we don't need him. Like, just him being around and giving him decent mashups, like Mm -hmm. Jeff Hardy... Whatever. And we always said, especially with him more than anybody. Big cast is a little underwhelming, but, the, like, whatever. The chase is better than being chased with him, right? Like, we want to watch him go Unless for the title. Unless you're going to let Daniel Bryan be a fighting champion and take on sure. all comers where you're getting, like, face-first-face matches and yep. stuff like that, then, uh, yeah, the chase is definitely better than actually having it. Uh, six, I was recently watching that Four Days in October documentary about the 4 Red Sox against the Yankees, and it got me thinking – what is your personal favorite moment in sports? Um, probably like the 2009-2010 Chicago Blackhawks for me. I was in high school. I wore a Chicago Blackhawks hoodie every day. So it was really cool to like watch them beat Philly in the cup and it'd be like the guy that I wore on my hoodie, Patrick Kane, to score the game winner. 
or the series winner. Right. Um, I saw a no hitter in baseball. That was kind of cool. It's kind of drunk though. So, hmm. I'm trying to think of what my favorite. My it's got to be 2010 Olympics. Sidney Crosby golden. Yep, yeah, golden goal. That was a cool. And I remember being at a bar super early in the morning, and that was not technically open. It was a private party for staff and friends of the Black Dog, and my friend was a, a bartender there at the time. And we just went, and it was super early in the morning. Because I remember we went to, like, a vegan cafe to watch, like, an acoustic concert just to kill time before, like, they were letting mm. people into Black Dog. And I remember after the game was over, or coming out and having a smoke at the end of the second period, still dark out. Then you left after the third period, and they were showing it in, like, a basement part of the bar. Yep. So then you got out afterwards, and the sun was out, and cars were driving, and you're like, what the fuck? Like it's totally the next day now. Yep. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Well, you're talking about 2014 though. I'm talking about 2010, the overtime goal. That's not Sochi. Nope. That was Canada. That was. In that Vancouver. was in Canada. Yeah. Oh, that was Vancouver. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And same thing too. Because God damn, I mean, that feels for like. I was in grade 12, just turned 18. Like it was just fucking a really good time, and then that also happened. Where it's like, well, that's probably the coolest yeah. thing I'll ever see on TV. Uh, seven. Now that we're a couple weeks out from the superstar shakeup, which side won? SmackDown. Should. Whatever show is the Miz wins right now. Yeah. Well, you know they did get Mojo Raleigh Raw, so you gotta take that into account. You know that, that probably means that uh, Gronkowski Gronk will be on Raw, so <laughs> so Raw wins. I think Drew McIntyre is a good one for Raw. That is a good one. Uh, Owens and Zayn, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think SmackDown definitely wins because they got Joe, Jeff Hardy, Big Cass is back, Sanity, Oscar. You got to take into account Raw got like Jinder Mahal. Like, they got some shit. SmackDown also got Root Our Truth. Okay, who still hasn't been seen though? <laughs> we got him, but like he's playing in the minors. You feel? Yeah. Um, and Andrade Cien almost too. Yeah, definitely SmackDown. I'd say SmackDown for sure. Uh, eight. Does Kurt Hawkins ever break his undefeated streak? Is there a dumb story to be told with him? I was reading a thing yesterday where apparently they are trying, they and him are trying to get him onto an episode of Sesame Street where he can go and teach kids about how to deal with defeat and that it's okay as long as you keep getting up and trying. Really? Which is fucking genius. If we can get Kurt Hawkins on Sesame Street, like... (laughs) We're living in an all right timeline. At a certain point, you just you turn him baby face, and he's the little engine that could, but he always loses no matter what it is. He just, he, but he keeps trying, and the kids love him because he keeps on trying. It's like the reverse streak. It's, it, yeah, there's something I love you can Kurt do with Hawkins. that. There's totally something you can do with that. Uh, with the All In Show doing wildly well for itself, where do you, uh, where do the elites go from here? That's a Scotty question. Um, well, I know for a fact that at least the Young Bucks have a six-month deal with ROH New Japan. So they're not up to any negotiations until six months from now. Mm. So they're pretty much locked up for the rest of this year. Um, you know, Kenny Omega is one of those things that WWE always really wants, but I don't think Kenny wants to go there. Um, and I don't really think Cody wants to go there either. Yeah. I think Cody is extremely happy with the uh, the way he's paved out what's going on for him. 
Uh, there are other guys who are in Bullet Club, like Hangman Page, who have really come into their own. They could they could always go to WWE. He could be the next guy in Undisputed Era, for all we know. Sure. So uh, the future is bright for those guys, and them selling out this show as well as they have really goes to show how hot the indies are and how hot not only Bullet Club is, but being the elite. Uh, question 10. Do you think there's any way to salvage Bobby Lashley after his last lackluster first couple of weeks? No, nah, fucking release some cut ties. <laughs> I don't think we're there yet, but it's been rough. Um, I think maybe putting him on Raw might not have been a great idea just because you have Braun there. Yeah, like there's another big dude. Uh, Eleven. Who has the best T-shirt out right now? That's weird that you guys both that asked we got this question. This question twice. Um, uh, Twelve. Do you think there's a ceiling on Samoa Joe? His promo skills are great, and he's a monster heel. I don't think so. Vince is like he's too chunky. I think he's hurt some people, and that has hurt his reputation a little bit. What? But what? Uh, he's he's injured some people, and I think that oh. scares them. Yes. I think yes, that. Yes, I that... think that the. You notice he doesn't do the muscle buster anymore? Yeah. It's like hypothetically a banned move now. Mm hmm. Due to maybe somebody getting a little effed up. <laughs> but did you see that, that that guy is now taking, like, not bookings, but appearances and signings? No, I didn't. Yeah, he started on Twitter. under, And it's under, like, he's going under TJ, even mm. though. And it's like, come meet WWE producer. Not wrestler, just a producer. Not a wrestler. Yeah. Joe stole his career. Uh, I, I don't think he has a, a ceiling, though. I think that, I mean, they, we saw him get booked up there with Lesnar, so that was cool. Yeah, we got exactly. To see that. And like, done they it. protected him. Paul Heyman put him over. It wasn't yeah. like they made a joke of him. Uh, I, mean, I just he, think times aren't right for them to push him all the way to the moon yet. Sure. But I, I think like if you close your eyes and picture him, Making his entrance with that title around his shoulder, I think it's a good look. I think it looks really good. He's a he's a perfect guy for it. And like you said, his promo skills are tremendous. And he's a monster heel, and people still chant Joe even though he yeah. is a heel. He can go in ring and he always gets a reaction. Yep. Yep. And he's a really good wrestler too. Uh thirteen, who's the best non Paul Heyman promo cutter in the dub right now? The Miz. John Cena. Uh fourteen. No one has pinned Brock Lesnar for the title since Eddie Guerrero. Whom do you think will be the first to do it? Thanks, bros. Why are you ringing that? Nobody brought any food in. Why are you ringing that? I just that? noticed it was here. Okay. You you do you like have you been diagnosed with ADD? Um, no, I've actually passed two di ADD diagnoses. <laughs> I just noticed that it's here, so I'm just gonna ring it for no reason. Shut up, man. That's good podcasting. <laughs> Answer the question. You got a triangle bell? I didn't hear the question. Oh, no, shocker. Because you're ringing a fucking bell. I was too busy ringing the triangle. Uh, no one has pinned Brock Lesnar for the title since Eddie Guerrero. Whom do you think will be the first to do it? I don't Thanks, know. Bruce. Whoever's the first opportunity after he beats CM Punk's reign. He, hasn't he already? Oh, no, no, you're right. Yeah, it's got to be close, though. It's close, but he hasn't yet. All right. But I think as soon as he breaks that record, whoever the first opportunity is is beating him. Sure. Uh, Thanks, bros. Keep on smoking grass and eating ass. Duncan at Brian Danielson. What a millennial thing to say. With one instead of an I. Sapot316 at Yahoo.com if you want to send us an email. That's how you do it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the podcast. Um, that uh, you can follow us on Twitter. 
at SatPod. I'm at the Diesel Barris. I'm at Scottbox64. I'm almost at 600 followers. Give me a follow. Do it. Uh, at Brando1990, at BB Boris, at PWA Wrestling CA. Their show is tonight. They've got, excuse me, a bunch of really good matches that are going to be happening. Who's on the card? Um, you can uh, check out BVD versus Jeff Tyler for the PWA Championship. Flying Jeff Tyler. MRB, Michael Richard Blaze, uh, taking on Mo Jabari. Uh, Dirty Duke Durango versus Sean Moore for the PWA Commonwealth title. Sheik Shabazz versus Chris Steele. Uh, Flex Appeal, t- uh, Above Average Joes and the League in a tag team battle royal match. That Above Average Joes team is pretty over, actually. I like that, too. Uh, and Titan versus Slammer. Going to go uh, happen tonight. So if you're listening to this before... Well, you probably aren't because it's already almost six. But, hey, you've got an hour to get, get down, down there. Get down there. Have yourself Locals. a nice hot dog if you want to do it. Uh, Scotty picked a pay-per-view, and he picked SummerSlam 2005, which means we're going to listen to some Fat Joe in a few seconds. On this card, on Sunday Night Heat, Chris Masters defeated the Hurricane with Rosie and Super Stacy in a singles match at 1 minute and 56 seconds. Chris Benoit defeated... Super oh. Stacy. I don't recall that at all. Really? No. That was a great angle. I'll have to go back and look that up. Great angle. Uh, Chris Benoit defeated Orlando Jordan by submission to win the United States Championship at 25 seconds. Whew. Didn't take long. Uh, Edge with Lita defeated Matt Hardy by knockout in a singles match. I think that's right around the time that they brought Matt Hardy back. Uh, Rey Mysterio defeated Eddie Guerrero in the last uh, in the ladder match for the custody of Dominic. What a golden angle for the custody of a child. Who's their dad? 20 minutes long that went, too. That's, uh, this is a tearjerker. Not bad. Dominic's he's starting to get there, too. He's a big kid. Oh, yeah. Remember when that was like a news story last year? Yep. Uh, Kurt Angle defeated Eugene with Christy Hemi by submission for Kurt Angle's Olympic gold medal. Maybe Dominic will show up in Lucha Underground next season that starts. That starts really soon. Could be. It's next month. Could be. Uh, Randy Orr defeated The Undertaker in a singles match. John Cena defended his WWE Championship against Chris Jericho. Batista defended his World Heavyweight Championship in a no-holds-barred match against JBL and... In the match that we all remember that went 21 minutes and 24 seconds. Icon versus Icon. Match of the year oh, candidate. Shit. Hulk Hogan versus Shawn Michaels. The overselling of a lifetime. Damn right. Uh, so we're going to listen to Get It Poppin' by Fat Joe and Nelly. And I tried to say that as white as I could. And Nelly. <laughs> Get your um, band-aids out, folks. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what you're going to listen to. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll be back with another podcast. Sometime soon, because last time I said probably next week, and then we went three weeks. So who knows? But hopefully next week. I'd like to get everyone in here at some yeah, point. Yeah, I miss everybody. I haven't seen Brando in like, whew. Before Mania. Before Mania. Hmm. I hope he's doing okay. I think he's dead. Damn. Brando has died. Rip Brando. Yep. Uh, we're going to start a GoFundMe for Brando's funeral. So mm-hmm. uh, That's what you do these Or days. so we can do the podcast for Warren's house. Yes, that too. And the ghost of Brandon may or may not show up. <laughs> I'm back from the dead. Oh. Uh, take us out of here. All right, guys. Until next time, keep on overselling for Hulk Hogan. Woo! Crack. Yeah. Scat star jump. Dirty. Crack. Come on. It's up in the morning, girl, and the DJ playing that song. Now what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Gonna get, 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 get.